0: Hello, world. Welcome to Industrial Nomads, Voices on the Road. Um, I'm Thad Spears, your host, and I really appreciate you joining me for this episode. Here with me, as my first guest, is my lovely wife, Colleen. Our relationship began as I made the leap into the turnaround industry, so she's been with me throughout my evolution. So without any further delay, welcome to the podcast, Colleen.
1: Hello. Thank you for having me.
0: So getting right to it, you lived it as I did. How was or has been uh, the change for you? And I guess really what's the most challenging part of the initial change?
1: Good question. I think the most challenging part um, has been moving with the kids. Being that they're so little, it's difficult to do things, simple tasks that should be simple are just made that much more difficult by having two toddlers run around. But that's also the exciting part too, because we get to be there and witness that with them. Just, we get to experience so many moments together because we are on the road with you. Um, But I would say that's the most challenging part is probably not having um, (laughs) uh, a steady, stable place and trying to do trying to move around with the boys at the same time.
0: So we, we've been doing the jumping around uh, for a few years now. Yeah. Uh, with the boys, it's going on two and a half years. And, and one boy was definitely, in my opinion, a lot easier to move around than two. <laughs> and having a third one on the way, I can only imagine what that's going to be like. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that we have done it, how do you?
1: So I think it's been great to try and, you know, it helps with the boys adapting skills, I would think, because since we've been doing this, we've lived in—I think this is our sixth place to live—and several you know, of those. To
0: clarify, when we say lived; it, we've stayed in a couple of places, maybe a month plus right. at a time, where we're not moving
1: all yeah. of our entire life and belongings. But that's even been a challenge too, because we're staying in places that are, you know, temporary homes that we're renting long-term um, Airbnb type situations. So. The boys are having to adapt to an environment that is not only different, but it doesn't even have their things in it. So, while it's been a challenge, I'm hoping that it's taught them skills of, um, you know, how to adapt and how to learn to live in different types of environments. And we've definitely challenged them and ourselves. On those things for sure, but yes, to your point, uh, with three, I'm not even sure what that's going to look like (laughs) yet.
0: (laughs) And and, you know, you bring that up about them not having their things. It's it's always been pretty neat to see when we do return to our mainstay at uh, whatever time period has been. The boys know their quote unquote home. Like they see their stuff, they go grab their toys, they throw them on the floor, and immediately make themselves. Yeah, they waste no
1: time making themselves (laughs) back at home.
0: Yeah. and, and knowing uh, you had a career and you were well-established in a career and just, you know, achieved a significant promotion, uh, how have you overcome, you know, the sacrifices that you've made?
1: Well, I, I don't think that initially I looked at it as sacrifices. I just looked at it as this is what's best for our family and um, us being together on the road, wherever that – meant that we were traveling to, um, ultimately, that was just what was good for us and what, what made sense. So at the time, I didn't feel like I was making a huge sacrifice, but I do miss the independence of having a career. I do miss, um, you know, having the feeling of goal setting and then accomplishing those goals and all of those things. I, I, it's different. When you're staying at home with the kids, it's not like you have daily goals and daily tasks that you can check off aside from just, you know, washing the dishes and changing diapers and washing the clothes and all that kind of stuff. But it comes in in ways that you don't expect. Like you get to witness your kid's first word or step or, you know, something quirky that they do that you got to catch on camera when otherwise, you know, would have happened at daycare. So... Even though I never saw myself being a stay-at-home parent, um, it's definitely blessed us in in many ways. And then especially this year of 2020 with all its unpredictability and you having some time off and us getting in to just have all that family time together has definitely been a blessing.
0: Uh, and I'm going to take this, uh, this time here to plug. My, my wife did start blogging, um, having some time to, you know, develop other – I guess hobbies or whatever, but she she started a blog and, uh, and that's the Mama on the Move uh, dot blog, and her Instagram is also Mama on the Move. I went through that in the intro a little bit, um, but it does she really gets a chance to elaborate on what we're kind of touching on now about her adjustment and her sacrifices, and it you know sacrifice in one place brought life to another another place and you know she's she's doing well in that i think uh so thank you I, and, and you and you will be successful very successful in that so uh moving on topics we've been in a number of states and a number of cities uh so far what would be your favorite uh destination we made as far as work took us and uh, if, if there is a close second what would that be
1: that's a good question not sure I can give you just one clear answer. Um, our longest stint has been in the Longview area. Um, I guess you pretty much been there off and on since we got married in two thousand seventeen. So that, aside from just the Houston area, that is the most at-home place that uh, we've established. It's we love the community there. We love the area. The you know that you can be somewhere in just a matter of minutes without having to deal with hectic traffic and just all the comforts of that city um, just really pull at our heartstrings. But uh, aside from the Longview area, uh, I think that it's been really cool to have had our stays in Louisiana. We were in Donaldsonville, Louisiana and had an awesome little house um, that you know, we just got to enjoy. And then we were in Metairie right outside of New Orleans. So had we not had a pandemic going on, we could have really taken advantage of being right there in the heart of New Orleans. And that would have been a really great experience. But one thing I will say about Louisiana and the Metairie area specifically was the amount of parks that they had. That was something I could get out of the house you know with the boys while you were sleeping because you were working night so you were sleeping during the day i could get out of the house with the boys and go to the park and they had playgrounds they had walking trails they had fields they could run through so you know it was a a cheap way to get out of the house and entertain the boys and uh keep it quiet for you so you can get a little sleep
0: it's true and we weren't too far was it city park
1: city uh, uh yeah new orleans city park is amazing if you're yeah, ever in that a, area, you have to get go there. Get a chance to
0: go, yeah. So you, you were also on the road we, when we were in Wyoming.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you were actually the one that spotted the mountain goats on one of our little excursions.
1: Yeah, I did. Uh, I sure did.
0: And you were scared standing on a bridge at one point. <laughs> uh, and you were also in uh, Whiting, Indiana. Yes, yes. And so evidently, though, you preferred the Louisiana. That's your top.
1: That I think, yeah, I think so. I think just because it... You know, Louisiana is still a drivable distance to um, closer to your family, obviously. I was still within a few hours of your parents, so I was able to visit them a couple of times while we were down there. Um, and that's helpful, you know. And then just the whole feeling like you're not completely isolated from everyone and having stuff to do with. So the other places that you, were, that you mentioned, uh, we didn't have kids yet. So a that, different that was a different experience entirely because <laughs> it was, life, yes, yeah. it was just me while you were at work. It was just me. So that actually, I can remember being a little bit bored and I'm sure there are days now where I long for those quote unquote <laughs> bored days.
0: Uh, uh, and moving on the, uh, that was a time not too awful long ago that you actually worked a turnaround, <laughs> uh, and just touching on that what what was your the, the best part of that and then also oh, what was your least favorite part of working in <laughs> oh, turnaround uh
1: well yeah i can say truthfully i never saw myself working in the <laughs> turnaround industry but it was a really cool opportunity that you know i had to work with you and kind of see what you do um and so I guess the the neatest part was actually learning. I didn't expect to take an actual interest in.
0: And to clarify, she wasn't like working with me necessarily. I saw her on the job site. Company. I yeah, worked for his company.
1: I worked for his company. She was on the
0: job site while yes. I was there. So
1: I was a van driver, <laughs> so I drove around the the guys that were working. I would take them to their job site in the morning, pick them up for lunch, take them back if they needed. You know, somebody had to go get a a part or a tool or whatever it was, I would just, they'd call me on the radio and I'd go pick them up, uh, which that did make me feel pretty cool, you know, saying they would call van driver and I would say, van driver, go. <laughs> uh, and I got a little too uh, comfortable saying 10-4. But anyway, that was really neat to to learn the industry that you work in, not just kind of be present, but to take an interest in. It, it was pretty cool that we got to have those conversations about what you do, um, and learn what your day-to-day looks like. Also, I mean, I I enjoyed getting up and riding to work with you and coming home at the same time, and that was really neat. I wish that it had lasted a little bit longer. It was about a week. Um, I guess the, my least favorite is, or was, I don't, I don't think I'm built for that, uh, (laughs) that 12-hour shift thing. It just, you know, especially coming off staying home with the boys and being with them twenty-four-seven, and then not seeing them twelve hours of the day—that was hard. You know, uh,
0: I would—I would have lost a bet there. I would have said your least favorite part was your R.O.F. That's or getting ridiculous. fired.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I took that a little too far, but I—it uh, was the day before my thirtieth birthday, and uh, when they start laying people off at the end of a job, um, I got my pink slip that day, and I just. I had never been fired before, and I just... And
0: you weren't fired. I took
1: it personally.
0: <laughs> you weren't fired. It's a reduction of force. That just has to happen.
1: Yeah, well, I have to make yeah. every story a little more dramatic than it was. So yeah. in my story, I got fired the day before my birthday.
0: I'm going to go ahead and plug Brian Cox here. <laughs> um, that's on you, Brian. <laughs> uh, all right. The, uh, I, I'm going to go ahead. I mentioned a blog earlier in your Instagram. If you would run us through that briefly... Uh, just let the audience know. Yeah. Definitely, you know, opportunity to. Know.
1: Well, it started back in almost a year ago. Last January, we were in Donaldsonville, uh, Louisiana. And the thought just came to me, you know, I really, as I mentioned, never saw myself being a stay at home parent. And I had been out of the schools for about a semester. And I just was longing for some type of release, I guess. Um, I started journaling. Um, I got this idea from my father-in-law, actually. Uh, He jots down a a few thoughts, whether it's a sentence or a paragraph or whatever, every day. Just
0: every day since, like, 1989
1: or something. So he has, you know, journals upon journals of just his thoughts and experiences, almost just, like, detailing his life. And I just thought that was the neatest thing, and especially with how the boys grow and change every day so much. Um, if you want
0: to know the temperature in Deweyville, Texas on January the 1st, 1996, <laughs> can tell you what that was.
1: Tommy Spears has it written down, <laughs> uh, which is really cool. I think that's awesome. And just little things that the boys do, you know, um, we call our older son Fuss. That's his nickname. And so I have things written down like Fuss climbed on top of the high chair today to get a grape you know little things like that that just I think would be funny later on to know he did that on that day and we can picture it um little and thing we,
0: and we can picture it and most likely we actually have a picture or video <laughs> of it
1: Safely <laughs> of course safe safety first but um yeah it's so that kind of inspired me to start journaling and then I realized you know my degrees in English and I've always enjoyed writing um and so I just, it it sparked something inside me and uh, I realized that it was kind of an outlet for me that made me feel better, that made me feel connected to myself and I thought if this feels good for me, maybe other people would feel good reading it or feel like they weren't alone in uh, whatever that they were experiencing or going through, whether it was being a stay-at-home parent or, you know, a former one or whatever the situation may be. Um, so I started journaling and writing it, and I created this Instagram um, kind of with a niche that, niche that, um, you know, mama on the move. We're always on the move. This is how we do it. This is how we do it with kids. This is the reality, and it's not easy, but it's what works for us. So sharing our experiences and pictures and videos of the boys, and um, right now I'm trying to share different items and things that have been tried and true for us. You know, we're expecting our third baby, and so uh, little things like the diaper genie. Like, don't waste your money on the diaper genie. Just get the the smell-proof diaper bags, tie them up, and put them in your regular trash can because you're not gonna want to empty that diaper genie (laughs) every few days. So just little things like that that, um, that we've experienced. That's what you'll see on my blog or my Instagram. And uh, I like connecting with other mothers and women in general. It's been a really good experience for me.
0: All right, anything else you'd like to share or mention about this transition we've made now, some four year four or five years ago? And uh,
1: I think it's—I think the time has flown for the amount of time that we've actually been doing this. To say that we've been doing this, you know, four or five years is crazy. <laughs> Um, and to say that, that it might, you know, we don't know how long we'll be fortunate enough to do this. It it just, the future is unknown, but I think that the adventure side of it appeals to both of us so much. And the gypsy lifestyle has just, it's been really great for us. I, I don't have any complaints. I don't have any, um, anything negative to say about it. And if you can do it, and if you can, um, Afford it with your kids. I recommend it.
0: All right. Well, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank I'm you for having me. <laughs> I'm fairly confident you'll join me again. And uh, Thank all of you for tuning in. I hope you check in again and again. As always, take care of yourselves and each other. Signing off.